You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. See how it's possible at iwuishow.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Dave here from DC On Screen. If you're following us on Facebook, you might have seen us posting our work that has been sent to fans. This was sent to fans of DC On Screen as part of a promotion. How can you get your own artwork? Simply go over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us good ratings or reviews. Or, you know, bad ones if you just gotta be a dick. And then email us at dconscreen at gmail.com. Tell us who you want us to draw, who you want to draw it, Dave or Jason, and leave us an address. If you like, you can send us pictures of yourself with the drawing after we send it, and uh, we'll post it to our Facebook page where you can tag yourself. This promotion ends March 31st, by the way, so you have to get those reviews in. Jason, do you have anything else to add? It's a little for a lot, Dave. It's a little for a lot. It is a little for a lot. We try so hard. We need your help. We're asking. Our humble offering. Humble. Like pie. (laughs) Anyway, man, settle back, listen to a brand new episode of DC On Screen starting right the hell now. Welcome in to DC On Screen. This is the podcast about the DC properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This my stalwart companion, Jason Goss. Hiya. We are here with a news episode. Uh, as any longtime listener would uh, would know, we do we usually do one of these every week. We are going to get super most weeks. Most weeks. Most weeks. Yeah. <laughs> We're probably gonna get super spoilery. I mean, you know, if you if you want to know news, if they're if they're talking about it, if it's been released, we're gonna be talking about it. If it's like real spoilery, like these are rumors or or like a big leak or something, we usually don't talk about that stuff. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, all right, the one rule we've been able to agree on is that if an executive producer or if a if a producer released it officially, we'll talk about it. It's the one rule we've right. ever been able to like really pin down. Past that, it's all a little bit touchy-feely, wibbly-wobby. <laughs> Tommy-wommy. Oh, man. So what so, you got? Uh, we're going to start out with some Batman vs. Superman news. The As big usual. One of the big things is that there is an R-rated director's cut that has been confirmed for Blu-ray. Woo! And everyone's like, oh, this smacks of desperation. They're copying Deadpool. Eh, so. I, dude. <laughs> Do you know how many places you can get a burger? That does not mean that the, the the first person to serve a burger wasn't the only guy who could ever do so and keep his integrity. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This isn't desperate. This is, oh, that is a good idea. This mm-hmm. gives me hope. Maybe they did learn mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm down. I mean, look, man. We had Blade before Deadpool. Right? We had three of those. <laughs> they were so successful. Right? Quit crying, you bitches. Damn. Come on. I mean... If if we get to box office weekend and 
Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, like me and, me and you bought our tickets today, which are on sale, by the way, if anybody wants to go ahead and hop on there and get that done. Um, we did. We did. We got them. So we got ours today. I mean, we're going to see it at like 6.30 on Thursday night. I expect- you know what that means? What? It means it's real, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I have actual emails confirming it. Money's out of my account. Like, I checked both of those, by the way, before I <laughs> separately checked those because uh, you yeah, had to be sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, if yeah. we're not sitting in a theater like 6.30 Thursday night with, I would say, at least 85% full, I'll be mm-hmm. disappointed and surprised. I'll be scared. A little bit. Um, but say you go to the movie Friday night, mm-hmm. 9 o'clock, 8 or 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. pretty prime time, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not, you know, if if you're not having trouble finding a seat, especially a seat where maybe there's like some room between you and some weird looking dude that you don't want to sit by, we're we're in trouble. So are we not going together? <laughs> right. No, I, I got a separate <laughs> seat so we could keep one. I bought three tickets so we could have an empty seat between us. I'm right. just gonna set the ticket stub between us. And go no, no, no. This is so we have man room. Jason doesn't want. Jason doesn't want to sit next to some weird dude. Right. <laughs> Oh no! Nah, I'd um, rather I'd rather sit next to you. That you know the devil, you know, right? Of course, um, just not the devil's three way that you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> College was just not that intriguing an experience. Right. Sorry, fans, I have no such tales. Mm. So uh, you remember last uh, week I was talking about that like ungodly eight thousand dollar Batman replica? Yeah, the one I've been dreaming about. Yes, right. Well, good news. Uh, there is going to be a very high-end Batman v Superman statue released. Actually, two of them. Um, Batman is 43 inches tall, and Superman is 41 inches. Uh, So they're smaller, obviously. Mm -hmm. But accurate details on the fabric costume, uh, high-quality translucent resin for a lifelike skin effect, Hmm. Two, count them, two emblems for display, and LED spotlight function on the base. That's on both of them, and they're both $1,999 each. (laughs) Wow. Wow. But man, wouldn't your home theater room look fucking phenomenal with those two, like, bracing around the the bottom of the screen? Mm Mm-hmm. There's going to be at least one person who's got the money to do that, and good for you, dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, even if I had the mu- they like they eight grand to do that, like out of pocket, like I might go for this because it's only, it's like half price, but you get Batman and Super. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And I, I saw there are pictures; they look phenomenal. <laughs> and yeah, they sound they sound pretty balling. Um, and it's maybe something you could actually decorate with, like the the big hulking mm-hmm. Batman in the middle of your. <laughs> you almost have to. You almost have to have a room that you can just give to him, like just a spare guest room. And that, actually, that would right. be really fun to just put Batman in the corner of your guest room. Mm-hmm. Like you have people come over, you have a family member or something come over, like, oh yeah, we got a room for you, no big deal, we got it set up. Like, just never tell anybody either. Just let them walk right. in and see a giant bat creature in the corner of the room. You're just <laughs> waiting to there ah! every single time. That might be actually, worth the eight thousand uh, dollars. There's been a video and pictures floating around of this cat. I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually put it in news, but since you say that, um, mm-hmm. he did. He he converted his office into a bat cave. Awesome. And he claims he did it with uh, less than a hundred pounds by using like uh, scrap uh, newspaper that his friends helped him gather. Hmm. It looks pretty on point, man. I mean, he, he pretty much just it? turned. Yeah. Nice. It looks like a bat cave too. It looks pretty cool. And he's got like busts and stuff, like the uh, Michael Keaton. A Re- Michael Keaton replica cowl and 
nice. some Adam West stuff and I mean, sadly some Christian Bale stuff. But what anyway, is that, like 140 bucks American, <laughs> something like that. It's not bad. No, it's not. It's not. All right. Well, I'm not so going to look at those pictures because I'll end up doing that and getting in trouble. Meh. His wife was okay with it, though. Right. <laughs> that's so. that's taking out way too much credit. I can't afford that. I can't afford that. <laughs> you can only be so annoying at any given time, and I, I, I can't afford that. I don't have enough credit coming my way. <laughs> I would pay real money. <laughs> I would pay real money to actually have a camera on that scene where your fiancé walks into the writer's room and sees you paper macheing it into a back cave. Yes. Just the... The yes. embarrassed, I peed on the carpet look that you're going to give her. <laughs> <laughs> I would grow a vestigial tail at that moment just to tuck the motherfucker, yeah. I'm pretty sure she would just spit on her heel and walk out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you'd hear another door slam. Yep. You'd, you'd run out just in time to see the suitcase being thrown into the car. Right. Um, <laughs> How did you even have that packed? I knew this day was coming. <laughs> Absolutely. She's got like a tiny bat logo on the suitcase that she's just got sharpie right. with an X. Like she knew, <laughs> she knew there'd be a day. I've never even seen any of those clothes. I bought them special. Bought them special for this. My God. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wonder thing. how many therapists actually write down my my husband is seeing Batman on the side. I don't know. Uh, I I mean I wouldn't want to put a number to it, but let's say at least a few dozen. <laughs> <laughs> out of, oh, out man, of they, the couple of million people that are going to therapy let's see there's like i forget what the stat on it was like 40 percent of at least 40 percent, i think is the last time i saw uh of americans will at some point see a therapist in their life mm-hmm. um i wouldn't want to take a guess at the percentage but how many people are there in, in america these days uh god what is the number like 10 million or something know. that sounds let's pretend more, it's 10 more. Yeah. So that's like uh, that four million people. Than I thought. Yeah. That sounds like four million people in, um, you know, in therapy, roughly. Mm. God, surely there's like ten or twelve of those guys out of four million that are in there because their their wife wants them to throw away all their bat stuff. Mm. It'll never happen. See, it'll never happen. Not to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so they keep releasing tracks here and there for uh the uh Batman vs Superman soundtrack. They uh they actually released because we've talked. We've spoken at length on this podcast about uh, Hans Zimmer's soundtracks. You seem to like them. I seem to be uh, less than uh, delighted, I guess you would say. The Uh, word enthused would not come up if I were describing your reaction to him. Well, I like a good march. No, no, that's that's usually so. what it comes down to is um, you want you want the march. You want you want the identifiable tone, and I'm I'm kind of okay with the uh, the. Ambival- ambivalent kind of tones, I don't know. Right. Ambiance, I guess, is what I was trying for. Ambient gloom? Yep. Ambient gloom works just fine for me. Give me nothing but 14 synthesizers and 12 tampanies. Let's do this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tampanies? And you didn't, tampanies. you didn't like the guitar work on the uh, on the final Batman v Superman trailer, but you told me you liked it here. I did. On the soundtrack, Wonder uh, the Wonder Woman track, Is She With You? That was a... Was uh, by Junkie XL and Hans Zimmer. That was a different style. It, not drastically different. Obviously, they're similar, but enough that mm-hmm. I really dig it here, and thought it was a little a little corny on the other one. But on this okay. one, um, just the the I only I only listened to it one time. But the first guitarist I thought of um, on that up front part we're talking about is Jeff Beck, both in tone and structure. It just felt Jeff Becky, mm-hmm. and that is yeah. never a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I dug it. I thought it sounded good. <clears throat> I did. I did. 
But, you know, at the same time, I'm at the point in this production where I'm just like, yes, all the things. <laughs> we have tickets now. All of our <laughs> sourpussing is done. Now we just want to see the fucking movie. Well, I wouldn't say that. Oh, but... the hell. <laughs> the hell. You'll get more and more excited about it until like a couple days before when the sphincter will close on you. Yeah, probably. The, the nerves will be too much for you to bear. And then finally, finally you'll get to see yeah. it. And then with yeah. any luck... You'll be nice and relaxed. Yeah. Uh, so there are reports that Ben Affleck would go into wardrobe and get all suited up for the day in his Batman suit. Then he would sit around reworking the script. Ben wasn't thrilled with it and would find himself on multiple occasions fixing it the day of. That's from some insider. And here's the thing. There has been a lot said uh, about this supposed smear campaign that's been going around for Batman v Superman all on the internet. Some people are saying that this is part of that. Personally, I just laughed and said, that's awesome. Yeah, that's why I like. <laughs> and there has a, it, I don't want to call it a smear campaign. It just doesn't seem that coordinated. It's nothing, I don't think there's anything near that sinister well, happening. It's just that. The, there, there was a big smear campaign that was proven on Twitter. Oh, there really was? With okay. purportedly a lot of money, they say, an expert said, uh, looks to have purchased uh, uh, the, the, um, <laughs> Purchased several they have utilized, journalists? They have utilized, well, they've utilized a bot and apparently purchased the uh, the talents of someone who would have such a mean, such means to, uh, with numerous accounts, say the same thing over and over again. Something about Batman v Superman looks like a two-hour drudge or something. I don't even know. But, like, just big Somebody coded in a bunch of keywords Twitter. that won't sound good when the computer finishes putting them together. And then... Well, they sound like it? a... It sound, it sounds like a real complaint. That is but absolutely insane. It looks like a real opinion, but a whole bunch of people are saying it like almost verbatim. And uh, yeah, it is there is there is some validity to the smear campaign. Apparently, um, that is so strange. Especially, bizarre, especially like, with why this. would someone spend your time doing that? Like there was a cat uh, who had cancer and wanted to see The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And Disney let him see it before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise, there was a cat named Baz who had cancer and knew he was going to die and wanted to see Batman v Superman. That was the last thing he. That's that's what he wanted. He, you know, there was a big uh, internet campaign, but the internet campaign wasn't as big as the Star Wars campaign. A bunch of actual big names got behind it, caught wind of the Star Wars thing, and got behind it, and he got to see his early. Mm-hmm. Um, this Baz dude just died, and he didn't get to see Batman v Superman. Well, but there are really sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But like, what really, really sucks is that I had never heard about it until the dude died, and a lot of people didn't. But now, like, I've seen it in my own news feed from my own friends, people who don't even follow, you know, DC on screen, mm-hmm. um, or any of the any of that stuff. Like, they're po- reposting the the uh, this article or all these articles that are slamming Warner Brothers. For not letting this dude see Batman v Superman, and what the primary article that's being uh, pushed around is really poorly written, and about halfway through forgets about the dude who died, and starts like slamming Zack Snyder for <laughs> for pimping Doritos, <laughs> Dear God. and then finally makes it back around to saying like, yo, he was he was too worried about pimping Doritos to care about this fan who's. Dude, like the internet's a big place. Like, I, uh, yeah, I run a show and look up news on Batman v Superman like all the time. 
I've never heard and of Baz before today. I've never seen this Baz character until he died. And <clears throat> the... the uh, Let me put it this way. The benefit of the doubt would rest with Warner Brothers yeah. for me right now. Like You'd have to prove to me that they deliberately knew about it and ignored it. And even then, it, it, it even if Disney decided to show that guy, it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. mean they did it out of goodwill. It means that a bunch of people got behind it and they kind of had to. So even if WB yeah. knew about it, they're not going to be any different from Disney unless there were enough big names to force them into doing it. it no one's right. there are no saints here. And you know, I the the general consensus though seems to be that um, <laughs> this is a that most of the people who are trying to attack Warner Brothers and bring Batman v Superman down. Yeah. Is uh they only publish that stuff after the guy died. So it's like Warner Brothers sucks. And like my friends are posting stuff and being like, You suck D C and I'm like, Well it's not D C it's Warner whoa, Brothers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, Hold on. Before I, mean, it, I, I I hate to I hate to be uh combative to any of your friends, but damn it, did you know about it beforehand? Like, were you pimping it beforehand and saying everyone go help Baz and sign the petition? Or did you just get, yeah. like, unless you knew about it beforehand, it feels a little cheap to go, that's a cheap shot. Right. All of this is a cheap shot. But it does it does make it seem like there actually is a concerted Warner Brothers smear campaign. It really does. Such a weird world. So, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. I don't know, like, well, first, you know. They didn't get themselves a whole lot of love with the whole Grant Gustin Ezra Miller thing. They just didn't. Like, there was a huge backlash over that. But I I don't know if it's like is Disney that powerful? Do you think they would be so scared that they would do that? That they would put out some sort of like behind the scenes secret smear campaign? Like people are talking about this. Like this. No, is I mean part Disney of and I I have one hundred percent faith that Disney and WB know the real truth of the matter is that the better they mm-hmm. both do, the better in general. I, like. Like if Batman vs Superman does well, the 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 Disney coffers are gonna they're feeling even better about putting out Civil War the couple months after. It, these things feed off each other. As far as far as I can as far as I could possibly imagine, Disney knows that when Batman does well, it goes it, it, it it's good for them, and you know WB knows that the Avengers are good for them. Like they, they are. The more interest there is in this whole canon of possibilities of all these super people, the more everyone gets involved in it. It's it, this is clear and simple to me. I mean, you go to a movie because I, you you see a Batman guy that you know. You get there, you see that, you see the poster for these like Avengers looking people, and why is that guy in the iron suit fighting this other guy? And that looks pretty cool. I might go check that out next month. Like it's that simple. Look, at some point, the secret. Uh, sorry, the Secret Wars. Uh, the Infinity Wars. <laughs> Don't get all Marvel on everything. Me. Yeah, the Infinity Wars. I'm getting Marvel on you. Uh-huh. It's got to be mm-hmm. over. At some point, Crisis on Infinite Earth is going to be over. I have no doubt. Kevin Feige is somewhere sitting going, we might be able to get an amalgamation thing going on. (laughs) (laughs) If it has never crossed his or Snyder's minds, you can have my left pinky. You know, uh, who doesn't want to see Batman versus Captain America? I know I would go (laughs) see it. And in a way, those would be a lot more fun than than, uh, some of the stuff we see, because it would be an entirely new, we don't have anything to compare it to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there is an amalgam universe, but everyone, uh, even the characters were amalgam. There's very few actual crossovers like that. Yeah. Anyway, so, I doubt we'll get that. But, I could dig it, uh, but the yeah. whole conspiracy thing makes no damn sense to me. I, I, I don't get me wrong. People are crazy. Like the fact that there are computer viruses, period, is 
insane to me because I know there is a black market for being able to write computer viruses. There is an actual reason people do this, and it is to make money. So there's a market for it, but there's an also a giant percentage of people that are just trying to fuck with other people for no good reason. Mm-hmm. And doing something this deliberate with you know BVS is just fucking insane. Like supervillain, twisty mustache level machin- insane. I. I I believe that people are that insane, and that's the only reason I actually believe sure. it might be true. But damn, and they it, this if the whole thing about Affleck writing the script in costume was part of that agenda, dude, fuck you, that backfired. That's awesome. It's the most mm-hmm. Batman thing I can think of is to walk on the set and go, mm, I can do this better. Hand me the script. I need a latte and a big pen. <laughs> you need a pencil? Look, I don't need. A, no, I don't need an eraser. Give me a fucking pen. I do ink. That's how I do my crossword puzzles. I do them in Sharpie. Like that's that's Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I uh, the I've as as Batman v Superman draws nearer, I can't help but just notice the level of vitriol amongst the fans fighting in fight, just ridiculous infighting over whether or not it'll suck, whether or not it'll be great. Yeah. You know, Superman could beat Batman. You, you know, just people. Man, let's all just come together and enjoy some superhero shit. <laughs> Can we not just like you know? It won't be here DC, forever, guys. Go DC fans, go have a seat. Can you stop stop calling Marvel fans fags? That's just not cool. Yeah, like, no level of that. Marvel is okay. shit is cool. I dig the Marvel stuff, so calm the hell down. Right. And no, that doesn't make me just a Marvel fanboy with a DC podcast. <laughs> I like both of them. Come on. It's I mean, okay. It's okay to love two things. We all got beat up in school. Calm the hell down. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. I know. So anyway, <laughs> speaking of more ridiculousness, uh, they have. I, I don't. I doubt you'll actually be get. They're be able to get them now. Uh, the hundred dollars steal ticket for Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice will let you see the movie once a day, every day. It's in theaters. Um, I think it came with your name engraved on it. Yeah, uh, it was name like engraved bucks. in the back. Whole thing. Uh, yeah. So it's, there were only a thousand of them, so they're probably gone. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe go check it out just to make sure. If you want to. I mean, for me, I mean, it didn't seem all that economical. I, I can't afford the time to go watch that movie in theaters right. as many times as it would take. I mean, what is it, like 15 bucks to go see the movies? So... Six, yeah. six runs at it. Yeah. So, um, seven, really? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I was going to just throw ahead and go ahead and place it at, like, about 20 bucks and just say that that's 80 bucks I did. I don't need to spend. Right. Because I'm probably not going to have time to see it more than once in the theater. Yeah, I I, I probably will see it twice, just uh, just in general. If I had to guess. If I was just absolutely betting. I might... Well, that's not true. I really... I'm. I, you know, I've got a lot coming up. I'm, I may not even be able to. But let's say it's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Uh-huh. I'm still probably only going three times. Mm-hmm. And that would be if you combined, like, if it was as, if better than Avengers, Deadpool, and Shaun of the Dead, all mm-hmm. movies, which I actually did go back for, <clears throat> or mm-hmm. plan to in the case of Deadpool. But right. it, even then, three, come on. Well, I mean, nothing is saying that this movie is going to be called Citizen Wayne, so I doubt <laughs> it's going to be the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know. But yeah, I... I, I it wouldn't be worth it for me. If anybody else has the time and, and, and will, God bless you. Go for it, man. But um, no, no, I can't. I just can't afford I the time. I might be able to squeeze in twice, but there's so much coming up. It's it's going to be, I just, I got a busy few months coming. That's all it is amounts to. Yeah. I mean, shit, man, you're getting married. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just, 
I, I mean, I'm just looking at the sheer volume of superhero I have. I yeah. Mean, I've got like, you know, 13 episodes of Daredevil season two coming. Shut up. Shut up. DC fans who hate Marvel. <laughs> that doesn't prove anything. Can hear you from here. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So the doomsday actor has been revealed. Uh, this is, uh, Robert Atkin Downs. He's, uh, already, he's done, uh, Batman, the Brave and the Bold. He was Firefly and Weather Wizard on that. Uh, he was, uh, Harvey Dent in Batman Year One. He was Oliver Queen in the Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Um, he did several characters in Batman Bad Blood, uh, including Mad Hatter and, uh, the Electrocutioner. Um, Hmm. he, he was the master in the, the Strain. And uh, Cham Sindulla on Star Wars Rebels. Hmm. So, yeah, he's doing the voice of Doomsday on Batman vs. Superman. Gotcha. So he's got some also, street uh, cred at least, right? Yeah. That's decent street cred. Right and, mm-hmm. We talked about Doritos earlier. <laughs> they were brought up. They were brought up. Uh, well, if you go down to your local Walmart <laughs> and you buy the Batman vs. Superman themed Doritos family fun mix. Hmm. You'll get a code from the DC Comics website, mm-hmm. which will grant you access to Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice Upstairs Downstairs, which is a prequel comic written by Christoph Gage, uh, with art from Joe Bennett and Sean Parsons. And then it you runs for uh, is it digital or do you get pages. a copy? It's digital. Okay, it's digital. Four pages. So you're not just going to have yep. a, a a book sent to you that you can fill with Dorito crumbs? <laughs> nope. Uh, they went digital as 24 pages and takes place after the after the reveal of Superman's statue in Metropolis. So, who boy, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, I, for some reason, like Doritos and Dr Pepper, it does kind of seem like the perfect thing to market with Batman v Superman. I mean, they're I'm both not sure all right, why. But... I'm not sure why those of all things. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think it would have been nice if like Pepsi and uh, and Coke Zero had gotten them if they had gone right. like cross brand with this, so you could rework the Pepsi logo into a Superman logo. I mean, it's already blue and red anyway, right? And then grab the Coke Zero, the black can, and put a symbol on it. And yeah, put those up next to each other at the front of the store. Absolutely, I wouldn't have bought any of it, but I would have, I would have thought it was a cool display at the front of the store. Yeah, Coke and Pepsi should have totally been all over that. I think it'd been good. They they could have done like a huge cross promotional tie in with you know McDonald's versus Burger King, Coke versus Pepsi. I don't know Playboy versus Penthouse or Mm -hmm. Maxim now. I don't know whatever. (laughs) And (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's no Penthouse is no longer comparable. So uh, right, the world be changing. That was the first issue came out like this month. I think first first issue of non boobied Playboy. Mm -hmm. Mm, We live in a different world. Yeah. And hell, I mean, you grew up before the internet was even big enough to have porn on it, so you had to you had to go find analog porn. Well, I didn't have to go find anything. I mean, I guess I didn't have to, but you well, know, I didn't. Is what I'm saying. Young boys gonna do what a young boys gonna do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had to go actual in in actual search with feet and hands for uh, you know illicit materials. <laughs> And then there was that period where, when when you, there finally was internet porn, it you know you're you're lo- doing it on like a 28k modem. So in the time it took one picture of Pamela Anderson to load, Ugh. I'm picking a name that's time representative. Um, in the time that like right. that or Clearly. or uh, you know Tiffany Amber Theus, I guess we'll pull another one out of the hat. 
um, in the time that it took for that fake picture of Tiffany Amber Theosin to load, you could go mm-hmm. probably find it. There was a um, <laughs> there was a great clip of uh, from Conan with uh, Mark Maron where uh, they're talking about internet porn and what what it was like before the internet. <laughs> and Andy Richter was talking about how him and his he and his friends would like <laughs> like I think he described it as uh, finding. Fi- <laughs> Finding an old, uh, finding one page of a porno mag underneath a, a bridge, and then going back every day after fighting to see who got to take it home first. Right. Going back every day, hoping the rest of the magazine would show up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone else was storing these here periodically. For and the Coda starts talking about. Like there were porn trolls running around Manhattan <laughs> going, come, we must go corrupt the children. Okay, no part of that sounds that crazy. <laughs> if I just told you there were porn trolls ro- like trolling around Manhattan, serving up porn to the... I, that None of that sounds all it. <laughs> I mean, look, I've... I've, I've I've walked through Times Square a couple of times, and yes, you can't you can't fall over and trip without you know seeing a boob somewhere. Yeah, that all sounds patently dreadful. I'm glad I didn't have friends growing up. <laughs> or there was the uh, anyway. the other option was like, okay, you remember how you used to trade comics? No, actually, no. You kept all yours. Um, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I did. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. You remember the tradition of like, I've got this one, you got that one. Hey, haha, we'll trade back next month, and then you eventually lose track of whose it even fucking was. And again, I know I'm not talking uh-huh. about you because I'm aware of your compulsory nature, even as a youngling. But a lot of people would engage in these swaps. Apparently, that was a that was a. I, I actually never did that version of it with porn, but apparently that happened too. So anyway, welcome yeah. to our porncast. Yeah, I, can we stop now? We can. I think I'm. I, I, I I hope I'm out of anecdotes about porn. We'll see. Yeah, well, alrighty. So uh, George Miller is apparently producing Justice League. I, I don't know. There's a uh, see what was it a, a recent casting call for extras for on Justice League, mm-hmm. and the film's credits list the ex, the expected producers as Charles Roven and Deborah Snyder, but also include George Miller. Right. I, so, I, I considered that semi-substantiated for now. Does that yeah. sound about right to you? Yeah. And we talk about this new BVS spot, though? Stay oh, down? No, wait. That's what um, it. Wait, did you catch the other part that was attached to that Justice League news? No. What was the other part? Um, I, I, I would cite the source if I could, but we all know how bad I am at that. Um, that is confirmed that it's shooting in April? No, that it's confirmed that it has a working title. Oh, no. You want to hear it? I thought it was Justice League Part 1. It but, is, but yeah, it, apparently it. it has like a working title, so it'll be Justice League Part 1. I don't know. It's a working title, man. That's the reason they call them that. Caveman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's the uh, that's the fake title. Oh, thank God. Please tell there. me that's true. I want to be wrong about this. That's what I read. That was like, I don't even like acknowledge that as news, because like every, every movie has like a big fake title. Like every big movie has a big <laughs> fake title, so that, to keep people away from it. Well, sometimes. Um, now, if it actually is Caveman, I I'm, I don't want to see Vandal Savage again. And I, I did. When I saw Caveman, I, I, I was racking my brain. I'm like, look, I'm just going to have to flip through the freaking encyclopedia here and go through every every old age character. Now, at least if they do that, it'll be the version that you wanted anyway, not the weird Egyptian priest, the Caveman. Right. The actual Cro-Magnon that you wanted. Now, if they did that, though, if they actually did uh, Vandal Savage and he shows up at the end... As Casper Crump, 
and it confirms the multiverse. You'll take it. it? Like, oh, You'll take oh, it, right? Oh, so much. No, at the very end of the movie, like Grant Gustin is uh, they, they, a, a giant wormhole kind of opens up somewhere. I'm going to pretend wormhole is a working word for this. But a giant hole opens up at the at the side of the scene, and like Grant Gustin gets thrown through the fucking hole, and Vandal Savage like steps through it. Uh-huh. And um, Gustin, yeah. Gustin like gets up kind of weary and looks up and there's like Ezra Miller's flash and they both kind of <sighs> oh man yeah mm-hmm. yeah I could deal with that all damn day yeah I do ho- I hope you're right I hope you're right uh the where I read that it seemed <laughs> it seemed very sure of itself and well, um yeah. I it wouldn't be too crazy to think they might use someone like Vandal Savage now I'm kind of hoping and again I was racking my brain I'm kind of hoping that working title for this case is like caveman blah, 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 blah. and what it really means is that like if you squint really hard dark side just looks like a giant purple caveman uh-huh <laughs> nah, man, you gotta hold off on Dark Side until like proper <clears throat> Justice League Part Two. Like Justice League Part One, you want to do something like Brainiac. Hmm, Brainiac. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Luther's always gonna see. Normally, you would say somebody like Doomsday because he feels like that kind of level. But eh, eh. Yeah. Uh, somebody like Parallax is way too Green Lanterny. That feels like a. <laughs> You know, you don't really see the rest you. of the team normally, right? Yeah. Uh, who else? I mean, shit. You got your I obvious mean, they ones. Could do, they could do Mongol, or they could do uh, Starro. They could do Starro. Ooh, like, Starro would be neat. I'd be down with Starro. Because Starro uh, seems really lame. And I'm granting that freely and fully, until you watch Brave I, and the Bold. Well, Starro was awesome in, in, in the Justice League, uh, in Batman Beyond. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. The Call? Yes. Hell yes. Um... I don't know. I could be down with like I, I would just hope they didn't they wouldn't go with like just nameless alien invasion. <laughs> There's too many good like they people. Didn't, like, yeah, Way like, too they many did that good in the people first Justice League from. movie. Like in the first Justice League episode, like it's a big three parter episode for Justice League in season one. Great show, wonderful show. Yeah. Uh obviously continuation of Batman the animated series in many regards, but uh yeah, those aliens, there was like a big alien invasion, and it was just a big nameless alien. And I understand they were trying to bring the team together and, and kind of flesh out a bunch of those characters. We'd already had Batman and Superman, but we didn't know Wonder Woman or, or, or Martian Manhunter or, or any of these cats. Right. So, okay, but I really don't want them to do that in the movie. I don't know. I, don't I actually want a bad guy. Maybe, I mean, the bad there's, guys are going to be like and, uh, you know, you know, the, the Marvel There's all kinds of characters. like monitors you can pull up if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, I mean... You can get into obscure names, um, like Prometheus oh, and shit could... like that. Well, yeah. You can do, oh, you can do a whole, like, crime syndicate, do a do a multiverse thing. What was the dude, what was the pink dude with the with the eye on his head? Despero? Despero. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Despero. <laughs> we could do a Despero. You could be a real thing. Uh, you know what? They could do Calibok. Yeah. Eclipso. Like they could do New Gods and stuff and before Dark Side, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, we could daydream could about that. We could daydream all day on that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Or hell, just crime syndicate. Yeah, just say crime syndicate. They could do Earth Three, yeah. or they could do uh, the Injustice Gang. They throw a little shade our way, right? <laughs> <laughs> I let some of the people uh, you're going to introduce, like you know, come on. It's we're going to have. Uh, we might get a glimpse of the Joker in BVS. Complete rumor. Don't know. Don't fucking know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we know Suicide Squad. I, come on, I and mean, we doubt they're going to kill him in Suicide Squad. He's just too great a character. All right. Um, don't get me wrong. They could, and I'd have to give them props for pulling something out that I wouldn't see coming. Yeah. But, um, 
Hell, somebody. I mean, even a team up kind of thing. Like you grab that Joker, you grab this Luther, mm-hmm. throw in an Absolutely. extra third party about somebody else. We're good. We're set. Uh-huh. Let's do uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, half of the Suicide Squad ends up being recruited to the Justice League. Half of them end up on the, the Anti-Justice League, whatever. Fuck it, let's do that. Yeah. You want to talk about this uh, this this new Batman vs. Superman trailer? <clears throat> I do. Or spot? I do. I guess? I do. Um, 45 seconds like, you know, off of... Uh... Yeah. By the way, thanks, Jimmy Kimmel, for pimping yeah. me a lot of free footage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you uh, watch that, art- uh, that interview, apparently there was some sort of fake deleted scene as well where jimmy kimmel's a part of the movie yeah screw that I'm, i didn't even look at that isn't he's uh, a funny guy a i'm sure it's funny there was a delightful story about ben affleck uh actually signing away his life to to borrow the batman outfit to play batman and his son's birthday party that's awesome now i mean did did, and, did uh, wb literally say we'll kill you if you don't get this back to us <laughs> he, he, he said jokingly that he signed his life away but he did actually have to sign a bunch of papers uh, and they probably put a giant price tag on if we don't get this back. Yeah. God, man. He's, he's like, they trust me to be Batman in this movie, but they don't trust me for a four-year-old's birthday party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right, buddy. Hell, they don't even trust you to a four-year-old for this movie. It's PG-13. I've had, I've had family members yeah. ask me like about my nieces and nephews and stuff. Like, well, you think they should go to the movie? No, no, no. They don't need to see mommy and daddy fight. Like yeah. four year old, I've got like a four year old nephew that she was looking for new stuff to show him and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, this isn't this isn't it. Sorry, like dad needs to go. I don't know. It might be. Who knows? Oh, come on, for a four year old? Nah, maybe. Depends on the four year old. It does. It does. But um, when I was, I mean, I, I went and saw Batman. I think it was my fifth or sixth birthday, whatever it was, and I I was I would have been fine with that when I was four. <laughs> I. I don't but, know. You know. That's me. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, I was. Think it depends. As far as I was concerned, uh, you know, Batman was still Adam West, and Superman was Max Fleischer. So, or, or really, See, it was George Reeves at the time. My first Batman was Michael Keaton. Mm, no, so. I was all na 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 na. Yeah, I knew the music. I knew that music, but I had never seen it. That music is like it's stamped on your brain if you're born. Like mm-hmm. if you're born on American soil, I swear you come ready made with like the Star Wars theme. Like the the na 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 na. I could probably think of a few other yeah. things. Yeah, that shit is the mark of the beast. It's implanted on your forehead and on your hand the minute you're born. It's yeah. just the na 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 na. Yeah. If you also had da 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 da, wouldn't be surprised if that's also implanted yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. when the nurse is like checking you in and signing your birth certificate. They like shoot you in the head with a microchip with all those songs on them. Yeah, we should we should. Uh, hell, that should have been what we sent to space. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I always sent. I think there was a Rolling Stones song in there somewhere. Oh, I can only my. hope it wasn't. <laughs> I can only hope it was one of the good ones. I like Rolling Stones. I don't know, but even I have like this, like, oh gosh, I hope not. I I like <laughs> I exactly like half of the Rolling Stones. When they're a rock band, awesome. When they're a country band, eh. except for Beast of Burden, that was funny and Far Away Eyes. I, but I, I think I'm opposite. I, but okay. Um. I, I do somehow hope that there's a there's actual video of Mick Jagger and somewhere on a distant world in another galaxy there are aliens to us of course teaching their younglings about sympathy for how the devil. humans must walk and <laughs> how humans walk and talk and they're showing them footage of Mick Jagger right right <laughs> chicken dancing as I don't know what you call what he does I have no idea either this, oh no they're gonna ba- they're gonna Batman. back it up with other clips of like and here's another human right. just to confirm it's gonna be like David fucking Bowie. 
for all the best reasons I can say it, not representative of the human population. That's Starman. He's a creature of the outside world, and he was better than most of us, and we all know that. But he was not like us. <laughs> like... <laughs> so this Batman versus Superman spot, dude. Yeah, you got Superman yelling. You know, if you if I wanted you if I wanted you to die, it would already be. It would I would have already done it. Whatever he says. He says it in a in a uh, slightly odd way, but yeah, that's the point. Yeah, whatever he says. If if I wanted it, you'd be dead already. That's, that's the line. It. Thank you. And like. Batman pulls out like a smoke bomb and throws it, and Superman flashes through it to try to get to Batman. And Batman's gone. And he's- oh, and and even this clip, Batman and come on now, uh, we'll know more once we get to the actual timing and pacing of that fight. We'll know if if I'm understanding this correctly, but it looks like Batman specifically kind of pulls it out really slowly so as not to make him overreact and use his super speed on him. It looks like he's being deliberate uh-huh. and confusing. Like he, It looks like he's doing it slow enough that he'll watch him instead of doing anything about it. And like deliberately mm-hmm. tosses it in front of his feet. Hey, good trick, dude. Yeah. Did you get that take on it? Did it look like it was deliberate for a reason? I mean, or for exactly yeah. the purpose of making him watch... The showmanship part. The, that's, that's part of yeah. Batman. He's a showman, too. So, yeah, Superman flies through this cloud to get to the Batman, and Batman's not there, and he turns around, there's Batman, mm-hmm. and Batman's shooting a gun at him. And he, like, catches the bullet or whatever it is. Kryptonite bullet, probably. Probably. Um, that is the most Batman thing I've ever seen. <laughs> On a, a wide 16 by 9 and plus format? Yeah. As far as, like, live action, which we know, we all know it's not really live action. Of course. The CGI, most of it. But, yeah. Theatrical format. <laughs> and it's not 16 by 9, is it? I, I know that's the home widescreen format. Probably not. But... It, uh, I know there's the other ratio. I don't remember what it is, though. I apologize. But, yeah, uh, yeah man. Dude, between that and we've already talked about the uh, the other, the final trailer, um, mm-hmm. that had just the the best-looking bat fight I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. If, if the rest of the movie is absolute shit, it looks like at the very least I'll be able to leave going, well, that is exactly how Batman's supposed to act in a fight, at least. Yeah, yeah. They can't take that from us. They can't. No matter how hard they try. <laughs> So, for reasons that I am unclear uh, about, Adam West was on the bit on the Big Bang Theory, and they had a whole conversation with all the all the guys on the show and Adam West about who the best Batman was. Of course, Adam West ranks himself the highest. Of course, as well he should. But um, and doesn't like Christian Bale. But <laughs> good for him. Or does it? And he doesn't. They asked him what he thought about. But he's like, the, one of the guys is like, can we all just agree that we're worried about Ben Affleck? <laughs> and West goes, what's an Affleck? <laughs> there you go. I think that was, um, and I'll be damned if I'm going to keep up with anything Lauren Michaels does uh, intentionally. No, that's not his name. Um, Chuck Lorre. Chuck Lorre, thank you. God. Lauren you Michaels may be the same thing, but Chuck Lorre. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that was the 200th episode. I think that's what I saw. So it was a, it was a giant uh, blowout, okay. geek down, blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow the Big Bang Theory. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't enjoy it. I, but you know, every once in a while they have a f- kind of a funny bit on there. Uh, I kind of have to watch clips, but I'll be damned if I'm going to watch a, whole, a full episode. <laughs> I uh, can't. Over to I, I have enough trouble with uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, laugh tracks these days. Anyway, I just yeah, they're tedious. I just can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. If that makes me an elitist, so, I apologize. What is not a laugh track? Uh, is go is powerless, which is apparently a, a new pilot. We we've talked about this before. We've known about this for a while. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like an office type uh, show, single camera, 
and set in the DC universe uh, about the worst insurance company in America. Yeah. Uh, Importantly, constantly being have you heard screwed over by superheroes in their antics? Have you heard whether it's DCEU related at all, or is I, it just no. in a DC universe? Just they haven't. I haven't seen that they are even saying period. I, like I'm gathering that it's just it's just a tangent. Mm-hmm. It's just a side thing, just a side show. I, I don't think it's supposed to be connected to anything. But don't get me wrong, man. I mean, the moment the thing premieres, you're going to be hoping one day you're going to see. And I'll be I'll be happy enough if every now and then somebody looks out the window and like a little red blur runs across the bottom of the screen, or they see a little blue and red blur uh-huh. across the sky or something, mm-hmm. or the bat plane or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, stuff yeah. like that'll be kind of enough for me. If it's, I mean, it, and it it could be a good show. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure as fuck reason, excited uh, about it though. Yeah, the reason I bring it up is they there's been some casting news. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens of Spring Breakers and High School Musical mm-hmm. is uh, going to be playing Emily Locke, a claims adjuster who loves her job and is dedicated to it and is constantly thwarted by superhero antics. Um, <laughs> and they've also cast community star Danny Pudi as her best friend Teddy, a guy Yay. who's constantly playing... Constantly playing pranks in the office to distract from just how boring their working lives are. That makes me feel like they're kind of getting off onto onto office territory. Well, a little yeah, bit he much. sounds a little Jimish, right? Yeah, he does. That's not. Um, that's fine. Fine. No problem there. And this could all also be kind of a Michael Scott card, but okay, we'll we'll see what happens. I love the casting. Firefly star Alan Tudyk, uh, who played uh, Wash on Firefly, obviously. Uh, Belovedly. Uh, Dell, the new boss, who got the job because his father runs the company and he is absolutely drunk with power. So, uh, yeah. Christina Kirk is from A to Z is uh, going to play Jackie, a superhero superfan who has the unfortunate struggle of being Dell's assistant. Um, now that's that's kind of problematic and worrisome. Is that A to Z creator Ben Queen is going to be writing this thing, and you know A to Z did not last very long. Yeah, I can't judge it by so, one damn thing. I don't know the guy at all. Yeah, never me saw an episode of A to Z. I have no idea. I do know that the I show don't... didn't last very long, which means that he may be better. <laughs> he, he might be wonderful. He may be so be good that he couldn't exist on primetime network like television. Um, which is still not a good indication. It's not a good indication for getting here. like a, a whole, a few good seasons. Um, then again, like let's say it's the best case scenario. He is that good, and he learned a few damn good lessons from A to Z about how to make his show last. Right. That's what I'm hoping for right now. <laughs> yeah. That's the best, the best possible interpretation I can put on it. That gives me giant hope. So uh, from the format we're talking about, like Powerless is going to be a uh, somewhat. It's going to be. A show about how they're normal people in a world full of superheroes. And apparently it's also going to have like the subtext of she's powerless against this power hungry or, you know, not even power hungry, just power mad Dell's influence in her life. So you're going to have a little bit of a dual aspect of that already. And mm-hmm. the fact that she loves her job and wants to do really well with it, she's you, you can just imagine conversations where, where she's saying like, "Oh, I'm, I trust me, your house is protected against anything, anything you can think of." It can, and then somebody's going to say like, "Well, you know, you realize Captain Cold like froze my house. I mean, the the minute the wind blew, it fucking it blew over." And she's like, "Okay, anything but that." Yeah, there's going to be a lot uh-huh. of a lot of that kind of beat, right? And I would imagine you would think um and then with her assistant being a giant superhero fan you got to imagine a lot of the jokes are going to be her defending superheroes kind of like getting excited about it and getting a little bit in trouble like oh my god i can't believe the green lantern destroyed that house i just insured that house like last week we haven't gotten a dime and we're gonna have to pay out already and blah 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 
and the assistant's just going, <gasps> Green Lantern? You know? He's so hot. Yeah. Right. Oh my God, he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and like just covering up that under her blouse, she's yeah. got a Green Lantern shirt on right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you, you got to think Danny Pudi's just going to be over there being absolutely wonderfully, just delectably weird. Yeah. God, man. That, that casting mm. news fucking, that made my week. I've been whistling every morning since I fucking heard about those two guys on that show. <laughs> yeah, but it is only a pilot so far, so. I know. I know. Which oh, wow. may be really, really bad news, because worst case scenario, they make the pilot and we never get to see it. Yeah. That's a thing that happens. Unless they do our pilot channel that we talked about, but since that's never going to happen. Um, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there's the real scenario where we just talked about all this and it means absolutely nothing. All right. Uh, on to things that have a better chance of happening. Yay! Uh, Stephen Amell wants to be on Supergirl. Yay! <laughs> and if history has taught us anything, if Stephen Amell wants something, it might actually happen. No, if Stephen Amell, if Stephen Amell talks about it enough, it happens. Yeah, if he talks about it enough. Except for that supernatural arrow crossover. Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, that would be a little weird. Um, but it, if he talks about it enough, it generally happens. And I say wishes for uh, the distinction not being wishes for is, is like he talked about not having that beard or not having that goatee or whatever. And to be fair, it ended up not being a goatee proper. But um, I think they found a compromise. But yeah, he he he's one of those people. Apparently, he just opens his mouth and puts things in the world, and suddenly that shit fucking happens. Yeah, good for him. Okay, so. I don't know how to describe this, so I'm going to do my best. And it might be a little spoilery in the category that we nor- don't normally go, but it's also confusing to me that I don't under- I don't know what's happening anymore. Sounds great. First of all, this is for Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Arrow has cast Madison McLaughlin in a mystery role. This is a girl who is on uh, Supernatural. Um, they're not saying who she's playing. It's a, uh, it, she seems to match a recent... Uh, a recent casting breakdown for a character named Rebecca, who is a teenage character who appears in episode 19. Now, I would guess that that's true because all of the next things that I'm telling you involve episode 19, apparently. Um, She has the potential to recur and is described as smart, snarky, and an escapee of a dangerous cult. Um, Also, Alex Kingston is returning to Arrow. Oh, thank God. As she... As she as she confirmed on her Instagram account, but she doesn't know how she fits into the storyline. Oh, that's actually uh, kind of cool. <laughs> I Paul, I like yeah. it when the, the actors have no fucking idea what they just did. Right. Paul Blackthorne posted a picture of himself with hair on his Instagram account, um, and then hmm. I don't know if it was through official channels. You got to think flashback then, right? Between him and Kingston being there. Yeah, but. I, I don't know if it was through official channels or what, but all these set pics came out of a bunch of people at a funeral uh, procession. And the pictures feature Captain Lance with hair and without hair. And people are trying to make it out like, oh, now we know who's not in the grave based on who's there. No. (laughs) Because we see, like, these these people are all dressed up like they're going to a funeral. Nissa Al Ghul, Felicity Smoke, John Diggle, Thea Queen, and Laurel Lance are all there. But Laurel... Her hair is colored brown, dark brown, like it was back in the old days. She actually even looks like I don't know. Maybe she didn't have plastic surgery, like we surmised. Okay, you got. I, I haven't seen this she, one. You got to shoot me. A, I'm I'm gonna look. Yeah. Where do I find this picture? What's happening? Now she actually does look like. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Copper. Maybe that's it. Um. Yeah, the Katie Cassidy to- totally looks like she did in Era Season One. Um. Uh-huh. It's so weird. 
Did you find it? No, I will, though. Yep. Oh. Found a lot of pictures of a funeral. Found yeah. a lot of pictures of a funeral. But also... One of which Insta- is uh, Moira's old hubby. Or was, was she ever married to him? Uh, Walter? Was that his name? I think it was Walter. I've forgotten the guy's name. He's He's been gone for a couple of years Walter now. Walter Steele? But... Yeah, it sounds right. Okay, I, I see I Diggle. Like there's that guy. There's Diggle in a courtroom. He's wearing the same thing he was at the funeral. Felicity's mm-hmm. wearing the same thing she... Or, no, uh, sorry. Willa is wearing the same thing she was in the pictures it looks like. Uh, that's the, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to even think. Cause this looks about half, uh, flashback, half present day. So it's really not telling us anything. There's a shot of Sarah Lance's grave, gravestone, but very obviously like Paul Blackthorne looking both youngish and oldish. I don't know. I don't think it actually tells us anything, but I, yeah, I don't think this is new information at all. I think this is Morrow's funeral. No, that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at is pictures of two tw- episode 221, Morrow's funeral. Okay, so. No, I'm, I just sent you a link. I need the link now. Okay. I just sent you a link. It's on Facebook. I just sent you a link. All right. <laughs> Get down to the bottom of this damn thing. Yes. I was like, no, this this all looks real for me. Oh, that's why. All righty. All right, we're going into spoiler territory. Oh, we've been there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he, had, he does have hair. Uh-huh. That is really dark hair on Laurel. You're right. And she does look very season one. Mm-hmm. That's Felicity with some walking happening. Yep. Well, that's that's pre-shot. Those are, uh, no one's actually, that's pre-filming. Yeah. Oh, man. But Nissa's there. Look, Alex Kingston's there. Uh-huh. But if you look, you can see she's wearing the funeral dress from that shot. Uh, Felicity is underneath the uh, the little raincoat she's got going on. Is that the, yeah, they, uh, is that the actual dress from the funeral? That can't be the dress from the funeral. From the it funeral looks scene, like it. it. From where she was sitting in the, from where she was sitting in the, uh, in the limo. Importantly, though, they're all wearing black, which usually means. Well, in one funeral. picture, they're carrying a casket. I know. Oliver's one of the pallbearers. I don't recognize any of the other pallbearers. I don't even see Oliver as the pallbearer. Uh, he looks like that middle guy. That's not Oliver. Is that not Oliver? That's definitely not Oliver. Uh, it looks like Ollie. We'll see. It's not. All right. Thea's alive. It's apparently very cold because everyone's wearing those freaking, uh, right. are they Uggs? Whatever that shoe that Tom Brady pimps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, this is a flashback. Wait, Thea's got her now hair. <laughs> Thea's hair was why short. Would, short as of, would, as of recent. Oh, Thea's a smoker? Yeah. Oh, look at there. Uh, apparently. That makes but, sense. hey, you know, noticeably absent, Mama Smoke. Noticeably absent, Mama Smoke. Noticeably absent. Um, so, now the girl we were just talking about, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Rachel Mc... No, uh... No, something. Rachel McAdams? What? No, uh... <laughs> no. McLaughlin? Whoever the... Um, uh, Madison McLaughlin? Madison McLaughlin. Was? Um, that looks like it's her. Is that not her in the picture with Nyssa? Yeah. Some people have said that that is, uh... Some people think that she's not gonna be playing this Rebecca person, but she's gonna be playing a, uh... A younger, uh... Katie Cassidy. I don't think that's true at all. No, hell no. It says she was a smart, snarky person who just left a cult. What if that's fucking well, no, Talia? That was... I vote Talia. But, well, that was a maybe she was... She she matches a recent casting breakdown for a character named Rebecca who was an escapee of a dangerous cult. That's a possibility. We don't know. We don't know okay. who it is. Okay. Alright. It's all very confusing. Alright. And there's even people who are like saying like it could be Quentin Lance, and they're just putting us, giving us the no hair, just to just to fool us into thinking that maybe it is 
that it's not him. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that was this just part could... of his will was that he would be made up with the hair yeah. that he once longed for. This thing could go all... Which is bullshit, uh, by the way, because he does not have a receding hairline. You can see it in the... Uh, he's got a quarter-inch well, growth most of the time, and... He does. I think that man has a full head of hair. But... He does have a receding yeah. hair? Oh, he I'm sorry. Receding not receding hairline. hairline. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the bald spot in the back of the head, the crown of the head. Oh, yeah. He's fine. Yeah. No, he's like me. Um, he's got he's got a receded hairline. It's it's exactly mm-hmm. where it is and exactly where it's always been. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I don't know. This, they could go very Sam and Diane on us, just filming things that don't even happen. Oh yeah, good, good, good callback to too. That's one of my favorite, favorite versions ever of just fucking with an audience. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, lots uh, to speculate about there, and uh, sure. I don't know. Have fun with that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see in like four weeks. <laughs> so, uh, Joseph David Jones, the guy that played Connor Hawk in Legends of Tomorrow, yeah, he says the writers are definitely into me being back on the show, and this. Uh, not being the last time we see Connor, but whether that means like crossing over to a different show or coming onto this show more is all up in the air. I'm just as excited as everybody else to see where they end up going. Now, here's another little interesting tidbit. The network president talks about Vixen. Uh, Mark Pedowitz says, hopefully Vixen is going to spin itself out. If not, it can join Legends, which makes me think that, okay, well, either they're going to... There, it looks like we're going to get a Legends Season 2, and it looks like we might be getting a Vixen spinoff, possibly. Both of those are absolutely fine with me. One of the early rumors, or one of the rumors from a couple months ago was that, yeah, we're going to get to see Vixen again, but it's on like Season 2 of, uh, of uh, L.O.T. And, uh-huh. But that was around the same time where people were just kind of pulling stuff out of the bag, going like, yeah, let's get Vixen and Constantine and like a couple, whoever's like on L.O.T. Right. now, like let's get the Atom and... Yeah, there's no combination of all those things. That's not just uh, fuck, fuck yes. Why can't we just have Terry McGinnis? Yeah, we can't. We can't just have like Batman from the future or somebody. You know, like, go visit you know. him. Just go visit him. You said let's we get, could have multiple people, yeah. Diane. Uh, let's go have Batman from the future and uh, Jonah Hex <laughs> and Constantine. And, <laughs> I've, never, I've never even considered Constantine and Jonah Hex in the same frame, but it sounds hilarious. Right. Right. And, uh, mm. I don't know. Let's just do all the things, DC. Yeah. All yeah. the things. May Ooh, this last bring... forever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let's go over to the Flash. Christ Wait, hold on, is talking... hold on, hold on. Ooh, what? Frozen, what? Did... Where? Uh, Arrow Wedding? You ran across that one? No, I didn't run across that. What are you talking about? Photos... What are you talking about? <laughs> There's <laughs> photos of what looks so much like a wedding that I may not even qualify it as being not a wedding since uh-huh. when someone's in a tux and the other person is in a flowing white wedding gown one tends not to want to qualify a thing right well, let me ask you this what? does quentin have hair no no one else is pictured that i can find <laughs> it's just one uh one wide shot mid shot uh-huh. i guess of uh oliver felicity felicity by the way standing um uh-huh. And I want to point out at this point that we did say spoilers a minute ago, so you should have been oh, hitting the 30-second ahead button if you wanted to. Yeah. But Oliver standing, Felicity standing, and some uh, some in, woman in between them that I don't recognize, um, apparently officiating. And that is clearly a wedding, my friends. And Guggen- oh, <laughs> Guggenheim apparently um, later tweeted in reference to it, not a dream sequence, not a hallucination, not an alternate reality, not a flash forward to a potential future. I, I mean, the only thing I can think of that that still leaves in the air is, like, daydream? But even then, right. you said alternate reality and potential future. Like, unless you're being very specific, mm-hmm. dude, that, it looks like Elicity, it looks like Elicity's got 
got better better uh, better seas ahead of them. Possibly, but I mean, Which in is... the comics, Ollie's been divorced, so <laughs> several times, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a character that's fundamentally broken. Right. <laughs> this is if, not if a man through, that has his shit together. We all know that. We all know that. If he if he makes it through this, it'll be on the uh, it'll be purely on the popularity of Felicity Smoke, which is fine, dude. the The entire show could ride on her back right now. Yeah, I think it is actually. Um, oh, that's not true. Amel's got his own set of charms he's bringing to the table. Not to mention the rest of the damn thing. Like, well, Diggle sure. alone is fucking fascinating. Mm. Plenty to bring to it, but damn it, I don't want to lose her. She yeah. is too much fun. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Flash? Flash! Uh, so, if you aren't caught up on The Flash, just pause us and go watch it. I don't know what to tell you. Go but enjoy yourself. Spoilers. Uh, they have re- revealed who Zoom is, kind of. And uh, Christberg is talking about... Uh, <laughs> the reveal he says i don't think you can assume anything that jay has said to the team or the audience is the full truth it is a version of the truth what's funny is we showed that jay's doppelganger was hunter zolomon and we assumed the comic book fans would go aha right away which we did but we thought it was such an aha thing that it was a red herring um jay must be mm-hmm. zoom but i think that like barry and the team they didn't want to or just couldn't believe it Kreisberg added no, like I said, it was that we just thought it was too damn obvious. Yeah, we thought it. Uh, like, <laughs> our, our problem wasn't character related; it was writing related. Right. Um, as for the man in the mask in Zoom's lair, Kreisberg uh, said that's the identity of the mystery character would be the key to every piece of mystery in the entire season. He says the mystery of the man in the iron mask will play out over the rest of the season, with some clues being layered in, layered in along the way. When you find out who it is, everything will make sense in a very satisfying way. And it'll be Jay, probably, and we'll be like, what? <laughs> no, it'll, it, it'll be Jay, and it'll be my, my time remnant yeah. thing. I'm still yeah. pimping that thing. Yeah. Um, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I believe you're right. No, I, now I've gotten too attached Wesley to it. Ship. Yeah, now I, I'm so attached to it now that I assume it's wrong. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's John Wesley ship. It's just, he responded to the word Jay. See, that's the part that, that again, we're going back to like, no, 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 that's too obvious. It can't be true. I guess, so again, when he responds to the word Jay, you, you're going, no, no, that's too going, obvious. Oh, can't be true. He could have just, just been going, oh, oh, yeah, that's him. That's him. Jay Garrick. That's, that's Zoom. Yeah, here's the only reason I don't think it's Jay. Is because uh-huh. the most obvious possible fucking thing you can do when someone says Jay is to point one finger toward your chest. And that didn't happen, did it? No. Which is the that that come on. It could it could be nineties flash. It really could. It really could. It, you it, say it, Jay, he starts flipping out because all that dude did was cry about his brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was very Jay. mad about him. He was very Paul Blackthorne back in the nineties. Like, he was Jay. He was. No. Oh, that's not true. Paul Blackthorne yeah, eats much less. <laughs> well, he can't eat that much because of his ticker. Right. Low um, nitrates foods. So uh, they asked uh, Grant Gustin about Barry's reaction when he finds out that his, it was Jay Garrick under mm-hmm. the mask of Zoom. And he says, it's betrayal and disappointment in himself because it's almost like he's been through this before and he can't believe he let himself go through it again. Was... You were telling me something else. I couldn't find it about Grant Gustin's reaction to that. Was that it, or yeah, that's that's the, that's the gist different. of it. Most most of what he said is pretty much 
they they all feel like shame on uh, fool me once, shame on you, fool me once or twice, shame on gotcha, me. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to the end of that <clears throat> idiom in time. Um, yeah, they they and everything I've seen so far from uh, from Kreisberg and and Co mm-hmm. seems to relate to that idea that the whole yeah. crew is gonna feel like, dude, we should have fucking seen this. Um, and it it brings up a few things that. One of them in particular was I thought, okay, of all the people that are going to feel betrayed, like Barry's going to feel the most betrayed, but that's on him. That's because he's, well, like like Diggle pointed out, he does that. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's how he rolls. He has the same like guilt of the world is on my shoulders uh, instinct. That don't get me wrong, is great for building a hero, but bad for building a happy lifestyle. Right. Um, so he's going to feel the the weight of this thing very acutely, but more than him and someone who probably has more right to feel but more betrayed is going to be Caitlyn. Uh-huh. And if she started trying to give herself a meta power to fight him back, that'd be kind of kind of awesome. Mhm. Mhm. By the way, did you see that Livewire is going to be in the uh, Supergirl Flash episode? Really? Yeah, it's going to be Livewire teaming up with uh Silver Banshee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Going to have a throwdown. Yeah. So uh that's all I have for news. Did you have anything? Did you see anything that was worthy hmm. that I didn't mention here? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize we were getting so so closely at the end of it. I mean, oh, all yeah. the other stuff I saw was, uh, hey, Gotham's back, which uh, oh, we, yeah. we yeah. do these on Monday night. So as as of now, it, it airs in 37 minutes to me, which means Supergirl's mm-hmm. airing right now. Um, ooh, I didn't think about that. So Gotham and Lucifer competing for a time slot, right? No, Gotham's airing now. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, after- I'm sorry, I forgot. It's the other way around. I'm sorry. I forgot where Gotham was on this. It's been too long. Yeah, yeah. It's been too long since I've seen Gotham. Um, yeah, Gotham's on right now. So yeah, Gotham's as we speak. coming back. Um, we're we're finding out, presumably, about B.D. Wong and um, all of the Hugo strangeness he's going to bring to the table. Which B.D. Wong just sounds like a bad venereal disease, or at least a description that one of does. a... Or at least a description of a penis that's... <laughs> Has succumbed to a bad venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> he has a beady wong. <laughs> if it's a like B E A D Y wong, it's just what happened to that poor bastard. <laughs> I'm what sure he's a good actor. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It <laughs> just just I've feels been like the comment for weeks. Just feels like <laughs> feels like about a lot of things happened that weren't supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, so Gotham's coming back. We know Supergirl's coming back. Is this the Supergirl episode with Indigo? Is it, we're, we're Fortress uh, of Solitude and Indigo? Is that where we are right now? Yeah, Solitude is in Indigo, yeah. Okay. Laura Vandervoort, who was uh, Supergirl on Smallville. Right. Who, I'm told, um, the one piece of news that it was in any way a piece of news about this, because there wasn't a lot, it was just lead-up crap, um, mm-hmm. was that apparently Laura Vandervoort, is that how I'm saying that correctly? Yeah. Um, really envied Supergirl's costume. Like, kind of saw her costume and thought, shit, I wish I'd gotten that thing. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, nah, man. It, it, at that point, it had gotten pretty tame. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, how long do you think Suicide Squad's going to stay tame? Because they're only, uh, they've gone into a, 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 a tacit period, I'll call it. Because, like, Jared Leto and uh, Margot Robbie did some Oscars hosting yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't watched it at all, because I don't give a damn. But, um. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't. I just don't. But, I mean, I'd, I kind of want to see them, because I'm told the chemistry between those two is just phenomenal. But, um, mm-hmm. 
And in a way, that is indicative because, come on, man, how many Oscars are just big, giant ceremonies, uh, these kinds of big Hollywood events? Uh, how many of those have you seen where two people were brought on stage and they were supposed to have a lot of chemistry and you, you, you actually mm-hmm. saw it? And, God, it looked, oh, oh, man. It looks like two blind dogs trying to sniff each other's ass. It's just bad. Hmm. Just straight bad. Yeah. And uh, I'm told theirs was, theirs was just genuinely phenomenal. So um, that gave me a lot of hope, though. Okay. Because if, if they're that close now, as far as I know, they didn't know each other before Suicide Squad. So I'd like to think mm-hmm. that they really got that into each other while they were filming, which is going to make the movie even better. Yeah. You know, Brandon was telling me something funny about the, uh, the Oscars. He said um, <laughs> that, you know, Spotlight won for, like, Best Picture, which is the uh, the true story of the, the people who unearthed all the uh, uh, pedophilia in the Vatican or whatever. Lovely. Um, yeah, and Michael Keaton's in that movie. And when it won for Best Picture, Brandon said you could audibly, you, could, you couldn't hear it, but you could see Michael Keaton go, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he mouth it or something? <laughs> yeah, like really obviously. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Uh, what got Best Picture last year? I don't know, man. I it wasn't remember. Birdman, though, right? <laughs> no, I okay. think it lost. It did. I think it, it almost did. So was he? Was that his? Like, yeah, I finally got it. Something I was in. Oh, maybe. I, know. I mean, I'm. I am proud for uh, for Leo <laughs> that he finally got his right. his little piece of hardware. He's fucking earned it. It's like it's so strange that he doesn't have a little a little statue by now. You know, I I saw a post. I think they did it on Imager, um, where it was like Leo up there like accepting, and it kept showing. He like it kept cutting away to like he's like, wait a minute, hold on one second. It cuts to him like looking down. And you see this the little top from Inception spinning. He's like, keep spinning, keep spinning, keep spinning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, man. I I'm just making a prediction here, but I'm never going to see the Revenant. It's just it's not something that's ever going to actually happen in my life. I will see it. You will actually I watch will it. See it it no. was it, all save for one scene. It it apparently was all shot with natural light, like 100 percent natural light. Okay, that's cool. Um. So yeah, that I'm is probably gonna see that. That that's cool. Okay, I might watch it just for that. Right. Um, just to just to get a glimpse of like, okay, how the hell did they do that? Yeah. Um, I mean, for those of us who have dabbled in and unsuccessfully dabbled in filmmaking, lighting <laughs> is a bitch. <laughs> lighting is a bitch. I kind of have to see how they did that. Um. Yeah. I mean, we have shit. some uh, fan or listener feedback. Oh shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know what. I don't know how to respond to this, but Yoda Hugh, one of our, uh, well, he's been a stalwart listener, um, <laughs> on Twitter says, Oliver Queen will build the railway, and Central City will pay for it. Hashtag arrow, hashtag Trump is an idiot. It made me laugh, but I don't know what I could do with that. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I appreciate he thought of us, though. <laughs> Hold on, read that again. I want to see if I have more insight into this. Just, just give me one more shot. He wrote, this is on Twitter. He wrote uh-huh. at DC uh-huh. on screen. Yeah, I'll never figure out Twitter to actually us. look at this, so I'll have to yeah, trust so you. That's, that's where you can find us. That's uh, where you can find DC Dave. I don't understand Twitter. Okay, you can find Jason on Facebook because he can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm handling Twitter. It's a division of, of, of things we can actually handle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of responsibilities. I, I can um, deal with Facebook. I understand that. Yeah, he says Oliver Queen will build the railway. And Central City will pay for it. Hashtag Arrow. Hashtag Trump is an idiot. 
Okay, I've considered it, and I'm going to have to have that elaborated. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Moving None. on. But I agree with every point, i got to say. Sure. Um, we actually got a response on our, on our webpage, which is weird, because most people talk to us through social media. Oh. Um, but Lisa, on, uh, on our webpage, on dconscreen.com. What up, Lisa? She made me feel like an idiot, and now I'm maybe going to make you feel like an idiot. Share our, it. Uh, Share it. Just on, spread it across us. We'll both feel like half an idiot. On our review of the unfilmed Constantine episode, Final Girl, she responds, Did you guys really not get that it was Riverdale? Artie was Archie, Becca was Betty, Vanya was Veronica, Jackers was Jughead, and obviously Reggie was Reggie. <laughs> Totally did not get that. Like I didn't even think about it. Never thought about it. (laughs) Never did. God, it's been a while since I've run across Archie. Last night. I'm sorry. That is script again. A combination of ignorance and time. But from what I remember, good catch. I've read a lot of Archie comics. I just I can't believe I didn't catch it because I was reading. I went back and looked through the descriptions of these cats. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds right. (laughs) It's all there, man. Good fucking catch. Um, yeah. No, that I I so assume we, she's going to be up on. Uh, yeah, I assume she's going to be like one hundred percent up on Berlanti's relaunch of that. Yeah, I mean, his, I'm, his Riverdale isn't admitted, it called Riverdale that he's he's starting? I think it is, and I'm admittedly curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you just showed me the word Riverdale, I'd be like, cool, Buffy season eight. Yeah. Right. You know, if um, I'm sorry, Sunnydale. Oh man, I'm way behind. That was that. Sunnydale. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Archie was like the classic Archie was a funny comic. Berlanti has a really good uh, track record of bringing in funny characters to be funny. Uh, now, like newer Archie comics have been pretty have gotten serious. That's not uh, or, like, that's not have, what Archie comics were for. That's not what I remember well, them see, being they, for. They, they keep the classic funny ones, and then they also have like a more realistically drawn like <laughs> teen drama version, which I think is oh, okay. That's probably cool. going to be closer to what this is. Um, they actually killed Archie off in that version of the comic. Oh, dang. I think. Um, he, like, there was some sort of school violence or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Damn. I don't read it, that crap. I don't read it. I don't know. But he died, and they killed him. They killed him off. And he's apparently stayed dead. There's also, like, a separate version where, like, it's, like, That would actually give him a superpower. In the world of comics, that is a superpower. Mm-hmm. Staying dead correctly. Right. Well, that's, I think there's also, like, a, a zombie version of Archie. I don't know. Okay, but, never mind. Superpower revoked. You got all Blackest Night on this shit. Well, uh, it's a separate reality, though, I think. <laughs> and we're back. Superpower again. <laughs> See how fast that all happened? That's at the speed of comics. Right, right. Um... <laughs> but yeah anyway that was we we humbly bow at your at your knowledgeable feet lisa well done good on you well done i'm surprised and you know who knows if you're ever going to listen to this but i don't know i, I mean it, my sentiments there right <laughs> i felt <laughs> bad about myself but i felt better though because i looked up uh i looked up reviews or anything about this this constantine script mm-hmm. i found nothing about riverdale being in there like, no one caught it that I could <laughs> so find. just her out of the entire world, or at least the entire <laughs> like, world that managed know. to read that, that script and think about it. Um, like, actually, I'd be curious. Did she just listen to our review, or did she actually read the script? I don't know. I mean, I know she, I'm sure she read the script, but ah. Oh, well. Now, I gotta admit, um, you know, me and you just wanted to do, like, a, a live, like, a live retelling almost kind of thing. Like, do a back and forth, uh, 
uh-huh. dialogue about it or something. Mm-hmm. Mostly just to amuse ourselves. Um, and I, I swear, <laughs> I swear the the Isn't majority that what of all it this was, is? yeah. But I swear, like the majority of the instinct was that, like even just us doing the the reenactment of it would be like uh, close to us getting Constantine again, <laughs> just just right. a little bit closer. Because um, this was uh, didn't that script get released before we even knew he was going to show up on uh, Arrow, or is it the other way around? Do you remember? No, it was it was released like two weeks before it came out on Arrow. Okay, so it was in the lead up. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Because in um, in trying to find anything about Riverdale being in there or any reference to it, you um, saw some dates finally. I saw some dates. I saw some people like being like, "Oh, how convenient that it was leaked two weeks," and, and other people having to correct him. Like, no, the, he promised to do it. Like, it wasn't a leak. It, he... There, there was no leak. That was a promise. Yeah. If he got enough responses, and he got like five times the responses he asked for, even mm-hmm. if it's that, that's just called marketing. That's called marketing, mm-hmm. asshole. <laughs> Period. <clears throat> yep. And we're all thankful that he chose that route to market with. Hell, it, mm-hmm. I'd really appreciate it if he did it again. I mean, I, that was, what, like episode uh, 14 or something that he released? Yeah, if if I recall correctly, I believe it was they had episode 14, 15, and 16 were all written. But yeah, not that's what I'm thinking. Is, yeah, there were like a couple more, I know, that were on paper. Mm-hmm. And, there should be oh. two more, specifically. I'm going to go figure out how Twitter works just to go twit this guy. Tweet. Twit. And ask him if he can send us more of these things. <laughs> I'll twit the fuck out of this. Tweet, Jason. I kind of know. <laughs> Don't feign ignorance. I'm feigning ignorance to preserve shame. Common technique. Mm. No. <laughs> no, it is a common technique, I promise. Your deception shall not stand on this <laughs> show. Oh, this fine, integraful show that we put up. One where we can just make up words like integraful at will. I I prefer integrious. <laughs> integrious. <laughs> the integrusiousness of this show will not be undermined by your defense mechanisms, Jason. It will not be integrious, my friend. I I'd forgotten <laughs> I'd forgotten the proper verbiage. I apologize. Yeah, integrational. What? <laughs> It's uh wait no when something matches the the uh, the other honorable uh, features of a of a of a thing it it would be called like integrous would that be right if something is just oh. as honorable as the thing adjacent to it integrous yeah maybe see now we're making up things that actually make some sense integnim <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we don't mean to bore you guys with integology. Right. Uh, um, I, at this point, I've almost forgotten what word we were fucking with. <laughs> we're, we're so far back <laughs> around that I don't remember where the, the tail is for the snake to start eating it. I believe it was integrity. Ah, integrity. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is going to make me watch, like, I'm going to end up going to watch Young Justice now. Because, like, it, it, what, is the, what is the stuff that Robin's joking about early on, like... Um, Oh, he's he's using wordplay on like the first episode. He's just joking about it flippantly while they're in the middle of a mission. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like uh, if you know if uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting the references on it. I want to say if 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 I have to disdain something that I don't like, can I deign something that I do like? But that one actually does exist. That's a real thing. Um, you can deign upon something just just fine, especially if you were living about seventy years ago. But mm-hmm. 
he he does a couple of those uh, back and forth wordplay things that I, I really enjoyed, and especially now since I'm trying to recall him and really truly can't. Yeah, it is, I think it's about time to go back and, and plow through Young Justice. Yeah, I never saw Young Justice actually. Mm, so much joy ahead of you, sir. And then so well, much. You pain. told me there was so much joy, but then there was going to be so much pain because it doesn't have an ending. And I just thought, you know, and then Not we started proper. doing this this podcast, and there's like a million things a week that comes out. So, ah. Yeah, no. I know. I told you, though, that was going to be one of those things where um, I've got to catch up on Smallville because we've, at this point, uh-huh. we've promised to do a recap or a review or whatever the fuck it is that we do with them um, uh-huh. next summer, you know, when things slow down. Um, right. So well, we, not next summer, but this this summer. This summer. Yeah, it is this summer. Yeah. Um, which, just, just right around the bin. Yeah, for God's sake. We're, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, just around the river bend. I, I swear, um, it's it's like <laughs> 68 degrees outside for me right now. I mean, I don't even, the, the heat right. is not on in my house. Like, it, it feels very near from, from my uh-huh. end at the moment. Right. But, um, yeah, so that was going to be, I was going to have to find, like, several shows that I had watched that you hadn't, which is going to be a real damn challenge mm-hmm. to try to, like, fill the gap and, and feed you stuff. So that I can go back and try to catch up on like what is it twenty eight twenty nine seasons well, of Smallville? Well, no, it's <laughs> it's ten seasons of Smallville. Yeah, sure. Um, you say that, but you know, well, I I could probably like cause I need to go back and watch sixty six Batman so we could talk about that. Sure. And I need to go back and look at Young Justice and. Uh, it, let me put it this way: I, it uh, it's painful that it doesn't have a a, you know what? a good solid knot on the end of that bow, but mm-hmm. man, it's so good on the way. Right. That is worth something. Or maybe, uh, you know, we could actually talk about, I could go back and watch those, uh, what was it, Batman and Son, Batman versus Robin, because uh, I know you've seen those two and oh, Batman Bad Blood. Yeah, there's... Um, and I could watch all three of those. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some stuff. There's all some stuff three of those are, are, are worth your time. Yeah, the, the catch up on DC Animated those. <laughs> ballpark has not let me down in a long time, man. I mean, since, like, It never first does, flight. it's just, you know... <laughs> you remember First uh, Flight... We went down that road together. Was it First Flight? Or, it wasn't First Flight. It was Emerald Knights that was disappointing. Oh, my God. You're right. No, you're right. It was. Because we were all excited because it was Nathan Fillion doing Hal Jordan. And then it just wasn't. Aside from, like, the, the, the Mogo, uh, it was a little anthology. It was a little no, you're Green right. Lantern anthology. First Flight, though, was this nice little tale about Green Lantern, First Flight, and all that stuff. And then, yeah, you're right. right, I, right. I, I, I obviously misremembered. But, yeah, um, so Emerald Knights was First... this... <laughs> Cute little. Let's do a few different stories about the Green Lanterns and a couple. Like uh-huh. every Green Lantern kind of got a story. Not every, obviously, but a right. couple of Green Lanterns kind of got their own story. And we were all excited because it's like, oh fucking Nathan Fillion doing Green Lantern, hell yeah. Um, uh-huh. But then you get in there and he's got like five minutes of on-screen dialogue. Yeah, he had he had nothing. Weird. And the Mogu story was phenomenal, and which by the way was based on an Alan uh, Moore tale. So yeah, that's just an Alan Moore. Uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously, it's good. Yeah. Um like wonderful story about somebody coming in search of the the greatest the, the what is it? he describes it as like the greatest green lantern of all time and he comes in search yeah, of him they, on this planet. He's a like just he's mm-hmm. it's not like a bounty, he's a bounty hunter, hunter. Is it? Is it a bounty hunter? Well, he's he well I thought I don't it was just a, he's a bounty hunter, oh, man. but he's What's one of thought? these guys who just he wants to be the biggest badass of the galaxy. That's what I had him as. I'm keeps, not sure he was a bounty hunter or not, but it, at the very yeah. least he he wanted to prove his point to the rest of universe or galaxy or whatever the fuck frame uh, he's in that he's the biggest and baddest and blah 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 so he goes in to, to find the biggest and baddest green right. lantern he possibly can and he lands on this planet searching for it and goes insane trying to find mogu whom he's standing he actually on camps out 
yeah, he camps out on this planet, runs around, like, kind of goes native, goes wild for a little bit. Right. Then kind of realizes that, like, there's, like, this, there are these huge patches where just, like, there is no forest. Right, right. And then he realizes what's happening and flees for his life. And as he's flying away, you see on the planet, like, the, the, the foliage actually makes up the, the green There's this giant, band. like, so big there's you big, can see it from space. Yeah. It's the Green Lantern symbol band right there. Um, mm-hmm. God, Mogu's a fascinating little Green Lantern. <laughs> just absolutely fascinating. <laughs> Fucking sentient planet just going out there. Who, by the way, yeah. can change where he is when he wants to. He, she, who cares? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. we were all excited about Emerald Knights, and it was it was really good. And uh, there's even a really, there's a couple of, I mean, it's Nathan Fillion, so of course there are a couple of funny scenes. Um, like how right. the first time he's learning the, like, in uh, Brightest Day and Blackest Night speech, um, like he he kind of he hears it the first time and there's a lot of kind of Fillion esque dialogue that's that hold on now what now kind of attitude um mm-hmm. yeah that was amusing for a second but it was overall just mm-hmm. whale just yeah whale see there there have been some animated ones that weren't all that spectacular to me uh the it pains me but the Batman uh, Gotham Knight not amazing anthology yeah not amazing great. um. Kevin Conroy was there. It had that going for it, but it was written by the Nolans, so already kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what they were going for because they they kind of said they were trying to go in between like this is what happens in between Batman Begins and Dark Knight, but right, it was like an anthology and there was like an anime, bunch of different anime dudes doing it, and it kind of none of the styles synced up, and it was just weird to me. And they were all kind of boring. Uh, That's where Superman it ended. Doomsday wasn't good. Superman Doomsday is never good in any format. Ever. <laughs> I mean, what was it like? Was it Adam Baldwin, Jane from Firefly playing Superman, and Anne Hache as Lois? And Anne Hache was just awful. Like she didn't know how to voice act. No, no one had. I mean, no one like had right given her any clues her... on this. Um, no. I think no. this was right, right, maybe right after her stroke breakdown or whatever it was, where she wound up it was not in a stroke yard or whatever. I don't know. That is a very specific thing. <laughs> I, you know, I just remember. It was you know, a breakdown. I kind of, look. I, this is how I remember it. Anne Heche played Lois Lane, and so did Margot Kidder, and both of them were naked in somebody's backyard at some point. <laughs> and one of them might have had a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> and there is a giant difference between a heat stroke and a stroke stroke. Um, I don't know. I get, I get the, <laughs> I get the, the diagnoses confused, but whatever. Um. Yeah, uh, dude, uh, Gotham Knight was not great. And uh, among it, the problem, um, like some of the problems I have with the DC animated stuff is that every now and then they get uh, way too anime for my tastes. And I realize that I'm going to piss people off when I say that, but I don't like the anime style. Not my favorite. Just not. I'm, I'm I, fine with versions of it. Versions of it I can deal with, but generally the anime style, uh, just not, not what I'm looking for. I want the... This is how it. This is how it ends up coming across. I want the animation I grew up with. That simple. I can't oh. reframe it. Can't rephrase it. That is what it is. I, I want the animation that I'm used to. Um, well, I don't know what that means because I mean I grew up with Bruce Tim Batman the animated series animation, but I also grew up with that like crappy, way too much detail. Here's X Men the animated series, and then the subsequent. That costs a lot of money to try to make it. It doesn't look great. So here's a really dumbed down version of that that came around in like X Men the animated series, like season two and three, or right? Whatever. Right. And and Spider Man the animated series where it was just sort of, ugh, you're still just not good, but you look you look better than Spider Man and Friends. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I have trouble describing exactly my problem sometimes. Uh, sometimes like, what I, I mean by like the animated style is um... Hanna Barbera. 
super yeah. friends type <laughs> stuff. Uh, what do you want, man? I don't know. There's like there's Look, so many different there animation styles that I can tons of styles. See. Tons of styles. I get it. I know. It, and there are parts of the anime style that work just fine, but then there are other parts where uh-huh. um, I can't get into it. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with like the the you know the kind of Pokemonish thing of like someone like to portray action. There will be someone uh-huh. in a in a still pose in the middle of the screen and then like stuff flashing around them, like just streaks uh-huh. of different colored things flashing around them. And I, I just kind of, I've never dug that, never dug that particular, uh-huh. what do you call it? A uh, mechanism, I suppose. I don't know. I, I dig it as stylistic, stylistic flash, but I, 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 I do become weary of it in, in actual narrative. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like the opening sequence for a video game that I'm about to play, that's cool. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. You know, that's some Marvel versus Capcom shit. I'm down, but you know, I've seen worse I, things I than know. that, no doubt. At certain times, like you know, like Street Fighter Two, the movie, like they did a little bit of that, and but in like in artistic flair, like it was good for certain scenes, and then you'd actually see like a damn good fight. Um. I don't know. Some of the some things take it take it a little too far. Um, I don't mind the big eyes or anything from anime because obviously, like Bruce Tim, I can't really hate. No, on there it. are plenty <laughs> of uses for big eyes oh. in uh, in animation in general because it you're you're pulling out one of the more expressive mm-hmm. parts of the the human face and just kind of exaggerating it a little bit so you can get your point yeah. across better. That's fine. Well, I mean, like all of all of Bruce Tim's women look like candy apples, They're like <laughs> apples with sticks for bodies. That's not true. <laughs> That's not entirely true. I remember several of them that look like normal. Uh, well, I can't say normal human characters, but normalish people. Uh, yeah, the closer, the, the the further we get in, like in the in the beginning, they look no, more, way more normal. Like they have hips, you know, they have boobs. Their heads are proportional. Then right, we right. get into like Superman the animated series. Then really into like the new adventures of Batman and Justice League. They're pretty much just like apples with sticks for bodies. Like, I know. Their heads and are so that big, was, it's ridiculous. That was just straight up cost cutting. That's all that ever was. Well, it was, yeah, it was for design purposes to streamline it. But it was also a little bit like, you, you streamlining doesn't mean your head has to be gigantic, Bruce. I love you, Bruce Tim. <laughs> I do. You know but we do. that was do. weird. You damn know we do. But that was weird. I want you to know it was weird. And, um, Bruce and Ivy went from being attractive to being like a little, like, wood nymph or something i don't, I don't know, know i it's it's not even isolated like the joker went from being this fascinating visual creature to a goddamn beetle right. <laughs> not the good kind three well, they, they in that back, word they did back that up um they they took a few steps back and for re- a good combination yeah, no for return of the joker they came back and did and justice you know, the way yeah. we should have done it yeah. and yeah justice, and justice League, League. they came back and did the same thing you're right um but yeah, it, it it took a lot. And the other thing, and again, I know I'm just like biting off way more I can chew, <laughs> way more than I can chew by taking an entire genre of things and saying I don't like it. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I, think I, you've I, seen the right. I don't think you've seen the right ones too. Probably. I I have tried a couple times, and I, I it wasn't for me. I didn't know if it's all the right I, things or what. Yeah. But the one well, of the I other things I, more... I ran into was. Some of the coloring, it's the same problem I have sometimes with shows on, like, ABC. Uh-huh. Um, that little, like, white lens flare effect mm. that, you know, especially when somebody's Maybe. outside in daytime, you'll see this mm-hmm. this this whitewash effect. Yeah, I know what, you, I know what you're talking about. You know about, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> and especially, and I remember doing? this specifically from the, the Gotham Knights thing we were talking about is that's something uh-huh. that happened in that movie was, yeah, they, uh-huh. they did 
or Gotham Nine. I'm sorry. Um, uh-huh. In that particular, uh, and this is what it was a vignette film, so it's all split up and whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, they did that in particular. They brought in the the background and like there's this faux like near realistic cloud and blue sky thing happening in the background, just kind of panning over on what is so very clearly mm-hmm. a different layer. So there's that faux <clears throat> background happening with the the mid range background of trees happening with the foreground background or foreground I guess <laughs> from mm-hmm. the of the actual people and yeah there's a whitewash effect on on the mid and foreground from I guess this weird background thing that isn't congruous <clears throat> to the rest of their actual <clears throat> shot like it way more detail in those clouds than there are in the rest of your damn shot right. Like I can see you know, like some... four lines in this guy's face, but I can see like eighteen different curves of that one piece of the cloud. Uh huh. That's weird to me. It just is. I kind of enjoy that. <laughs> but one thing I one thing I really like about anime is that unlike most other damn forms of animation, they are willing. They do focus pulls in animation. Right. Like that is cool to me. Like oh, to, focus they would pulls take are the cool. Time to even think about it. Yeah. No, like focus they pulls do, like, is a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, and they do like uh like mood shots like to further like the actual emotional depth of the character and like the scene and what they're experiencing like uh one thing that was from the gotham night is like uh i, th- I think it's montoya when she's like in like in the middle of that fire and she's like looking at batman you see like batman in the flames and it like kind of cuts to just like really close up on her eye as she's watching him and like the, her eye like kind of twitching against like the flickers of the flames mm-hmm. and just batman standing still like engulfed in flames but somehow not burning that was really badass i kind of dug that like i kind of i like that kind of stuff but you know i like that their anime seems to be i mean yeah there's trash anime just like there's trash american oh there's so much (laughs) trash american animation i'm not um i'm not trying to compare yeah yeah um and if someone wanted to i'm sure they could just light my ass on fire for everything i just said but you know yeah i mean uh, i'm gonna say it anyway hell worst case scenario i learned something I have a lot of friends who like anime, and they've tried to get me to watch stuff, and, you know, some of it is like, eh, that's, that's trash. And then others, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is actually pretty damn good. Um, probably, I would say my biggest problem with anime is I would like it a lot more if I could just find the first one. <laughs> because, like, even my friends who like anime, they're like, you've got to watch this. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, that's, like, the first one, right? That's, like, the beginning of it. And they're like, wee. I'm like, ah, hell. It's kind of the beginning. But, like, well, I mean, like, look, I've gotten that same problem it. sometimes. And I'm like, look, you've got to read Dark Knight Returns. Like, oh, is that like the first Batman? The best answer I can give you is like, it's the first Batman that matters. Also, no, that's not true either. Also, no. there's a lot of Batman before <laughs> it that matters, but that's the first one you need to read to make every other thing make sense. Like, just start here and let me point you out of the way. It, it's, yeah. it's convoluted as all fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, okay. A lot of the anime, though, that I'm talking about is like, it's not like comic books where, you know, this shit has been going on since the 30s mm. and so many people have retconned it and they've changed it and this doesn't matter anymore and this came about and blah, 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 blah. Like, if somebody was like, how do I get into Batman? I would hand them a copy of Year One and be done with it. <laughs> That's entirely fair. Like, I mean, if, Okay, if you want to know how Batman starts? Here's Year One. If you want to know how it ends... Talk to me later. I'll give you Dark Knight Returns. Right. What do you want from me? <laughs> um, no, I think I, I, I really do. I think I'd hand somebody a copy of uh, of Year One and Killing Joke and say, if this doesn't interest you, I can help you. 
Eight. Or, you know, maybe just like Batman the Animated Series and just be like, if you don't like this, <laughs> there's nothing for you here. Well, I, I have done that to people, though, and they're like, oh, it's too slow. And, you know, they're right. The pacing is kind of slow on VTAS. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, you have it to kind of dig so. in and, and hang out. Yeah, I know. Um, but it is gorgeous, and it is fucking, oh, man, it's just the best representation we've had on screen of him. Of, uh, I don't know, yeah. I, I guess the Bat Bard character that you and I love. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean it should be noted though. Like, like I said, I said earlier, like I, my version of a, of the best movie of all time is Citizen Kane. Yeah. So, yeah. I, if you want an intense, you know, attention deficit disorder bullshit TV show, don't come asking me for opinions because <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually hate, enjoyed Citizen Kane. You know, like yeah, I hate how everything is so like everything's got to be like snap, 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 like. Even when we've written uh, comedy sketches and stuff, yeah, for YouTube, like, um, you know, they're like, oh, you gotta, you gotta come out of the gate swinging. Like, people will click away, people will get bored. No, and that all makes and, perfect you know, sense to me. Our analytics show that that is the case. No, it's definitely the case. But you know what? I, when I watch stuff, like, I don't like, like, I look at Smosh or something, and I'm like, I don't know even know what I've watched the entire thing. It lasted thirty seconds, and I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> like, why do I care about any of this? I get the joke. Whereas, but like, it was dumb. I, I get the timing. I get the timing device. Of like, no, fucking hit him hard, hit him early, and then you know, don't let him go more than right. like twenty seconds or fifteen, twenty seconds without giving him something else. And I get mm-hmm. the ADD factor of it. And same time, um, like a lot of the comedy videos at this point, I, I, I like, I'll go to Cracked and just scroll down the video section and see what I haven't mm-hmm. seen. And mm-hmm. dude, those are like eight minute videos half the time, at least yeah. half the time. Yeah. And I enjoy the fuck yeah. out of them. Um, yeah. I, shit. I, I got no, I got no explanation for that. Cause if you ask me to make a video, cool. I'm like, yeah, cool. 45 seconds. Let's get this done in 45 seconds. We're going right. to hit them with this, this, and this. That's how I, my instinct. And if yeah. you actually have me watch one, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the long version and I'll be happy. Yeah. I, I would rather watch a long version and I mean that's not my that's not my only problem with, with on video. Like I am, I didn't go to school for filmmaking, so I've just been feeling my way around this over these last ten years. By the way, tomorrow March it will be ten years since I put up the first video. Oh, nice. Was that the Drifter? Yeah, Aww. yeah. Actually, since I started working on it, I think no, I, I shot it in March. I shot it in March, and then I came home and made the YouTube account and uh, got it up, got the video up in October. But I count March as the uh, the 10th anniversary of Mal- Maladjusted Productions. <laughs> Starting spreading your seeds. <laughs> yeah. March of 10 years um, ago. Oh, yeah, hey, so, um, anyway. something we didn't mention at all. Uh, how do you feel about this? What did we not mention? Superman's birthday. Where do you stand on it? Oh, yeah, we didn't mention. Um, <laughs> this, I guess, is news <laughs> if anyone managed to make it through the last conversation. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah. By many accounts, uh, by the ones that I consider relevant, I suppose. Um, uh huh. February 29th, Superman's birthday. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, that comes... it's the birthday, uh, it's the, the anniversary of the day he landed and was uh, discovered mm-hmm. by the Kents, not the day he was born on Krypton, which would be absolutely fucking irrelevant as far as like astrophysics right. would be concerned. Mm hmm. Especially that, for a planet that would, that's yeah. no longer there to revolve. Um, <laughs> I don't know where he'd be in terms of raw, but in terms of sun, right? He's uh, um, 107ish. Anyway, but yeah. if that was his name, I'll put it this way: uh, uh, as far as my as what I believe, as far as Superman's birthday, uh-huh. I don't really give a shit. But um, in me, and my own personal thought, like when you 
like when you because you said something to me about this today earlier, and I thought, what is he talking about? Was this the day <laughs> that Action Comics number one came out or something? Right. Or yeah, the, that would be his, your first his first issue. Yeah. 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 Um, Wasn't like Action thirty nine or thirty seven. Something like that, yeah. Um, but the uh, no, I'm not right about know. that. I'm not right about that at all. It's like action fourteen. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck I me. actually someone have knows, the, and I'm I, I'm sorry I don't right now. I'm just sorry I don't. I have the cover somewhere, and uh, but in my Big own car my own personal thought, um, <laughs> I'll just look that up. First comic, Superman, just to be sure. Cause I'm uh. It was 1938. I know that. Right. Hold uh, on. I'm going to try to do it analog. We're going to have a race. We're going to have a time race. Methods it race. Says it's Action Comics number one. You're kidding me. That can't be right. No, it was Holy Detective shit. Comics that you're thinking of. No, it is. You're right. That's Action Comics number one. And it was Detective Comics 27. I know that You're one. absolutely right on Off that. Off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> it's Batman. I know that. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I Now, my source has yeah. June 1938. Mm. Yes. Yeah, because you had Fun Comics... Action Comics, Detective Comics, mm-hmm. all that. Um, yeah, June 1938 is when I have Action Comics number one. And apparently the yeah. character itself had been around for a couple of years at that point. He'd been around since at least early 37 when uh, Siegel and Schuster conceived of him. And then like parts yeah. of him got sent to other characters. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Occult, I want to say? Yeah. That yeah, got yeah. parts of his powers because they, they just thought about like, what if every awesome person, and they were thinking about like, Hercules, Samson, like everybody they could. Everyone, every influence they'd ever been, ever run across. Um, like, what if all these things were in one person and just, uh, he'd be the Ubermensch. I'm, I don't know how familiar they were with Nietzsche at the time. Nietzsche, Nietzsche, uh, whatever. Uh, just they, come on, they, other philosophy uh, people, just fucking throw me. They, uh, they were very, barbs they at were me for not pronouncing that, Nietzsche correctly. Uh, if I remember correctly, they, um, uh, the, the first <laughs> Superman that they ever wrote and drew up was a bad guy, he was a villain. Oh, I don't and he remember was that very point. much the yeah he was the 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 Nietzsche Superman he very very much so. See, no, the the Nietzsche Superman is actually a uh, the Nietzsche Uber, Ubermensch. Uh, again, sorry yeah. for my pronunciation of German. I'm, I don't know, but um, it, that guy was is good, but he's part of the categorical imperative kind of good. He's um, a priori mm-hmm. good, as as he would have put it. Whole right. different level it of was, um, uh... whole different level of good, and it's good. It's good in a different context than a lot of people think. It's it's. I, I gotta admit, I'll, I'll be honest, man. It's some deep track fucking philosophy. It's <laughs> like mm-hmm. his version of it, at least. Yeah. Anyway, uh, February 29th is apparently Superman's birthday, according to. Well, it started with Julie Schwartz, um, who I feel was making a joke. Oh, I, I. The only reason he said it was February 29th is because that's leap year, so he only ages once every four years. Right. Or for one year for every four years, which right. is why he has been around for thirty something years at the time, thirty something years, and he's still okay. Uh, you know what? My favorite thing to do to so somebody who's like who's like a twenty four year old walking around is like I'm only six years old, and you like take the drink out and like cool, you can't drink, and then you tell the barman this person's only six years old, they're not allowed to drink. Mm-hmm. Why's a dick move? Blah blah blah. Well, so like, you've been around the sun twenty four times. I'm sorry, you're twenty four years old. Period. Mm-hmm. Just period. Although it is really cute to be able to decide, I, and I, I do wonder, like, how do you decide? Are you going to do February twenty eighth or March first? Like, when do you celebrate? Whatever weekend day is closer. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. That's what it comes down to. Uh, right? You do you. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I you know, uh, Alan Moore said February 29th and the man who has everything. So, eh, I'll go with that. I guess I don't care. 
And I think I've run across it in a uh, in a Mateus thing. I I, I want to say it was. Uh, all right, I know it was Last Days of Krypton, and I think it was Mateus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was a. Um, I think he also used it. Anyway, it's oft used as a date for um, Superman's assumed birthday. Uh huh. Which is fine. Just just fine. Whatever. So yeah. th- essentially, what we've talked that talked that down to is like, yeah, no calls for concern. Who the hell cares? <laughs> what ifs? Oh, I don't know, man. Come on. <laughs> Ooh, I was just looking at some titles. What do you think about Time Trapper as a uh, as a Justice League villain? Oh, <laughs> I think I haven't thought about that cat in a minute. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, look, That's if you're gonna pull out Ocean Master, can't get on to me for pulling out Time Trapper. I'm not getting on to anybody, but no, I know. Uh, by I know. the way, I just I sent know. you. Uh, I just sent you a picture of the reign of the Superman, the first, uh, the the villain Superman that was. The reign of the Superman. So yeah. the thing that was a takeoff of the thing. Oh yeah. All right. So that looks like Nosferatu. Uh huh. Well, it looks like you know what it looks like. It looks like Lex Luthor. <laughs> what he eventually came to look like. It does. It does. It does. That's I mean, you can find bigger versions of this floating around. Yeah, it's pretty much injustice uh, years before. Mm-hmm. Another thrilling story by the writer of Snaring the Monster or Master. <laughs> I can't even read this; it's so tiny. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. We're gonna. It'll take a while to to find the. Anyway. <sighs> Anything else, man? Nah, I'm about out. I'm about done. Yeah. We are DC on screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can find everything on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, we have wonderful fans. Thank you to Christopher White, who sent us some of the news that we, we went over today. Uh, Scott Madison, awesome. Just an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Nothing to contribute to this episode, but we love him. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you to Lisa, who uh, <laughs> called us out for being a couple of idiots over on the on our page again uh, good cats, Lisa. yoda hugh yoda hugh and all the cats over on twitter um <laughs> who've been liking tweets and retweeting and talking to us it's been a lot of fun uh if you want a similar podcast about the marvel cinematic universe go check out our friends matt carroll and jeff randall over at the marvel cinematic universe podcast mcucast.com we are members of the giant size team up network giant size team up.com um I think I'm going to go watch Gotham. Yeah, yeah. That'll be coming up soon. All right, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll be back next week with a whole bunch of reviews. The, the DVRs of the world of are going to light up. We got Lucifer, Supergirl, and Gotham, I guess, tonight. Or is it, do we, we don't have Supergirl. Yeah, we do. No, we, we have do. Solitude. We, we, all right. three. All three. We do. Yeah. The Unholy Sorry. Trilogy. Yeah. I, God, yeah. I forgot Solitude was 29th. Yeah, that's this. That's the desk now. So. so we have a lot to go do. <laughs> Aneurysm. <laughs> Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Pro Grand Range by Thermador. 
your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition, got it. The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com.